0: Welcome to Rec Reflect. In this episode, we discuss why did you get into this field of recreation?
1: And we also reminisce about our camp days.
0: We talk about the challenges that's facing our field, some things you're seeing in recreation every day.
1: And finally, we end up talking about how educators and practitioners are two sides of the same coin. We hope you enjoy. what's up will how you doing man i'm doing well dr daniel how are you sir are you excited about this i'm so stoked so let's let's start why did you get involved in recreation
0: oh you know i I think for me it kind of all goes back to you know my college days those formative years right like um we're working at this camp just kind of a brief history about us you and I were both working at this camp when we first met 10 years ago now was it 10 years ago that we met when we were doing that yeah so we were both working at this camp and I remember thinking to myself at the end of my first summer out there which was after my freshman year of college I was like dude I've got to do this for a living like I've got to be in this fun environment for a living um and so I talked to some people and they said hey there's this cool thing at Texas State you know eat eat him up shout out um where you can do recreation administration I said sign me up sign me up and so I, I think that's really got what got me into it, it was those years in college being at those camps like hey it's just something I want to do I want to I want to make other people have a good time
1: you know so th- that's kind of what drew me into it. what about yourself so what got me involved in recreation was uh, while I was in college at Hardin Simmons I, I played football in college but Uh, For my campus job, I worked for intramurals and I I got to be in charge of running the dodgeball league and it, you know, learning management, leadership, and all these things. I was like, I I said to one of my professors one day, I was like, man, this is just so much fun. I wish I could just do this as a career. Like if I could just stay a college student forever and then just like do this, I would, I would absolutely. And, And he said, Hey, I don't know if you know this or not but th- that exists. And we just started talking and long long term is, uh, I met you when I was uh, my first year doing my PhD at Texas A&M and uh, you were a freshman, that makes me feel so old. I was the old man on, on camp. <laughs> but we were there and we were, it was just, there's just something about rec people, like they're wired differently than the normal human. Like, they're just, I don't know, yeah. how, what would you put it into words? Like, how, like, what makes rec people different?
0: Yeah, you know, what What I really love about rec people, they, they would, I'm totally with you, like, we're just all wired a little bit different, is because, you know, people say, oh, so what, you know, I'll tell them about what I do, right, and, and they'll say so what, you just have fun for a living? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of do, man. But my job, my, my passion, I think what drives us all crazy, what really moves all of us recreation people is our lives are based off of other people having a good time. You know, like we want <laughs> other people to come to a party and like have a good time. It's like that's, we- that's always our right. We're just inviting you to our party and have fun
1: it's like we love fun so much that we want other people to have it just as much as we are.
0: Yes. Yes. That's, that's spot on. Man. There's
1: just something, there's just something about recreation, especially when you get into it and you have, uh, so I don't know anybody that's ever worked at a camp, you find out really quickly if camp life is for you or not. And I feel like that's, a bigger like it's a, an extension of recreation you find out if recreation is for you or not within the first year of doing it like I, i've not met a whole lot of they get decades into a rec career and they're like i just i don't love it anymore
0: yeah no you're totally right like people are either you're in all the way or you're not in at all right and like you said the camp thing with you know some of you are hopefully or, or are listening you know probably have lived that camp life whether it's like a day camp or an overnight camp like you've been in, in that situation where you're like yes and, and you walk away and you're like oh man there was just camp was your life for a whole summer right and then you walk away and you're like man that was really just a small portion of my time but it was just you're, you're so engraved into you're so in to what you're doing um and you know it's not always easy let's be honest recreation is never always easy there's plenty of days you're working that you don't want to work there's plenty of times where you're not in the best of moods. But I think what, again, what separates us from a lot of people is at the end of our day, our passion, our dedication, our vision is always to make other people have a good time. That, that's what really drives us. Other people have fun, just like we're having fun. Well,
1: what was an experience that you had at camp that like really solidified? They're like, I love this. This is, this is for me.
0: Oh, so many to, to to count, but you know what, I'll probably say this one, uh, this is kind of my story I always kind of go back to is when I was first working at this camp where that camp we worked at was an overnight camp, you know, kids would come in, you know, a lot of preteen kids, 11, 12 year olds. My first year I was in charge of all the young kids. Um, this little kid is crying, he's upset, he wants to go home, I'm like, all right, let me go talk to him. This is, This is my time to shine, you know, here I am, this 19 year old kid. I'm ready to make a difference in someone's life. And so I walk over to this little 11-year-old kid, and he looks, he, he looks me in the eyes. JD, he looks me right in the eyes. He goes, I'm going to burn this camp to the ground, uh-huh. all right? Like, this 11-year-old kid is like, I'm going to burn this camp to the ground. The reason why is because he was just not wanting to be there. Um, and, and he became my project that week, right? And he was like, I go to him and say, hey, buddy, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? He's like, I'm going to get hit by a move." vehicle I'm gonna jump off a cliff just to get myself out of here and at the end of the week he actually smiled and I was like man those are the kids that's the camp moment you want is we all know the good kids who are gonna have a great time who are gonna be success whatever yada 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 it's those kids who are like I don't want to be here at all I don't want to participate in this my parents are making me participate in it. that was my first moment where I was like dude I, I got this kid to the finish line you know like I carried this kiddo to the finish line. Everybody else might have crossed it already. Everybody else might've already finished that race, but
1: this kid is going to finish this race too. You know, How about you? Um, For me? So my first year out at that camp, oh gosh, man, thinking back, dude, I was 25 and everybody, so working residential summer camp, most people are younger college age. People, people that were 25 are the people that are in charge, but I was a, a counselor because um, I was doing my PhD and I was like, I really want to work at summer camp. I think that'd be a really cool thing. And so uh, it was uh, Derek Spear recruited me to be the shooting sports director. And so I would be out on the shot. I was, I, I specifically taught shotguns and it was so much fun to be an NRA certified range director or range range officer. And uh, it was so much fun because I'd not only worked with kids, but then you would get like the, the adults that would come out and hang out and they would want to shoot. And from my perspective, when I went out to camp, I thought like th- th- you would see this, a lot of dads would just be, or moms would just be like, I'm, I'm here because my kid is here and I don't necessarily want to be here. Like the, the Debbie Downers and the, 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 the chaos Kevins, all the ones that are like, what, w- mean what's the purpose of you being here? And it was really fun to me. To like, hey, let's, let's, uh, we would, uh, I don't know if you remember this, we would, uh, we would get Luling watermelons. Do you remember the Luling watermelons? We would set them in the field and I would just let my, let the go, just go off on them. You're like, just load and just shoot the water. Or we would do the blocks of ice Mm -hmm. and just having people just to stress relieve um at a time where they're essentially on call as an adult taking care of kids 24 7 that they were able to have fun and enjoy it too that was just like i was like yeah i think this is it i think i I, I this yeah
0: no i'm with you and i would say just another shout out anybody who is one of those proud texas state alums knows exactly what you're talking about the Luling lemons or the Luling watermelons right like you're right like it's just you're in a different world and that's what's crazy thinking about it especially now, you know, like it's a, it's a different world we live in now. If you could just go back to some of those moments, some of those times just out on the shooting range, like, I'm, you know, I love one of my favorite things to do is teach archery. You know, I don't know. It's a big thing that I've just, it's a stress relief, right? Everybody has a kind of leisure stress relief that they want to use. And no matter what it is, if it was years ago when we were doing camp, if it's, you know, me teaching it, every time I see somebody hit the target in archery, I'm, I I just, I get, you know, happy. I'm like, yes, like great shot. You know, it just, it brings you that happiness that leisure of seeing nothing else matter except for what's happening with you on the range, doing archery, putting the arrow into the target. That's, that's what, yeah. that's what counts, you know?
1: Yeah. But I think so much in recreation is, it's stuff that's not easy, easy. I mean, unless I guess you're going to go float the river with in just some tubes and just got to be, just laying down, like, think about all the things that we're talking about, like shooting shotguns, archery, people that like to go hiking or camping, all these are like things that I guess require a lot of effort. And so I think that's one of the things I love about recreation is that it has the great, the great confluence of like challenge and fun. And I feel like I get into like, when I'm just doing something in recreation, I get into states of flow. Do you know what flow is? Have you ever heard that before?
0: Yeah, no, no, I remember talking about that back in school, and just like, you know, I'm totally with you because I, I think about recreation being where your challenge meets your comfort zone. You know, and you're you're meeting that flow, you're meeting that comfort zone. You're you're in a comfortable setting, you're having a good time, but you're challenging yourself. You're not just like you said, floating the leisure, doing a leisurely activity, floating the river, doing those things. Like you're challenging yourself to to learn something or to try something maybe that you haven't tried before. And so, yeah, when you get into that flow, when you're really really getting into it it's just there's nothing better right
1: oh man so a story about that is that my first experience with that is uh so i told you earlier i would talk i was talking with that professor about uh, i wish i could do this for a living and he told me and so that's what prompted me to take my first sport and rec management class and i took the class and before that i was pre-med bio as a major and uh doing really well i was like i'm gonna go be a doctor i don't know probably not a surgeon with these hands i have this big old potato smashers but uh i was like hey let me take a you're gonna
0: be a doctor
1: well like a real doctor not like a grade your paper doctor like I-, I can heal your body kind of doctor oh that's yeah like oh. well, we have
0: enough of those people in the world okay
1: you're like, yeah like uh are you hurt uh, i can't really do anything for you um like I'm, I'm not that type of doctor. I'm a PhD. And so, uh, yeah. Here's the bill. Here's the, here's the bill. You gotta, do you have a, a test you want me to grade? That's essentially what I have. Um, well, no but when we have, uh, when I was talking to that professor, I got to that class and I took the class and it was the first class I had ever made a B in. And I took it as a challenge. I was like, all my other stuff didn't engage me to the level because. Hold on,
0: hold on. L- let me just clarify uh, that's the first the b was the highest grade or that was the first time you didn't get an a
1: that was the first time i hadn't gotten an a oh okay <laughs> i'm sorry I, so my dad some of us some of us might think differently okay well my both my parents were like teachers in high school and elementary and so um i it just i had always i always had uh, a family member that worked in the building I was going to school in. And so I was deathly afraid of not doing well. So I just, I worked incredibly <laughs> cool. Um, no, but I, I got be in that class and I kind of got mad at it. Not mad that like, Oh, I should have deserved an A, but I was like, I was mad at it because I wanted the A because of what it represented of like the representation of what I learned. I'm like, it challenged me. It, it pushed me. And so I think it was, uh, it, it was like the Friday of finals, the, the grades got posted and I was so mad. I marched over to that professor's office and he thought I was mad about the grade itself. And I was like, oh no, I'm sorry. Hey, I, what I want to do is I want to switch to this major. And we filled out the paperwork. <laughs> it was my junior spring. And then, dude, it's been all gas, no breaks, recreation since then.
0: What's What's great about that to me is you know, here's like, hey, here's all these things that I'm really good at. Why don't I do the thing that I'm not so good at that I got to be in? But you're right. Like that, that's where you found, you know, what do we call it? Your passion, like your challenge. You you wanted to meet that. And you said, this is, I, I need to learn more about this. I need to know more about this. I need to get into this. And that's kind of what drives us, right? I need to get into this thing.
1: I don't know that I've ever thought about it in, in those terms of like, oh, here's something I didn't do so great. at <laughs> Let me try that. It was that it was so much fun that I wanted to try again. And so
0: gotcha.
1: Gotcha. you gave me a, just a new perspective to think about. Okay.
0: Hey, that's what this show's all about. All
1: right. We're getting new perspectives. We want people to rethink what they're doing. It's giving the background, like just go like career wise. Let's kind of tell them like, let's give a explanation of like our different perspectives. So go ahead. You hit it first.
0: Yeah, no, I, I know we kind of have a different career paths a little bit because um, we, you know, you're, you're more on the academia side, but I'm here kind of in the field, if you will, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I've been fortunate enough to get to work at a, a, new, a number of places where it's been really cool. Um, I first got to my, my first opportunity in Parks and Recreation was um, getting, in I was in Virginia. And so I interviewed for this job at this town in Virginia, and I was like, "Yeah, let me give it a shot—a little part-time gig." And I got into it, and I just loved it. Um, and what's funny to me about that is I remember in school, um, I remember the professors would always be like, "Yeah, you know, you're looking at me working at some kind of Parks and Recreation department." And I thought, "No, no, no—that's not me. I'm not working at some Parks and Recreation department. It's not going to be my life. I'm sorry. Keep pushing it all you want, but that's just not going to be me. I'm gonna go out and do something. I'm gonna be." you know, maybe a park ranger or some kind of, I, I had no idea, but I was just like that, the parks and rec thing at a municipal level is not for me. Um, and then finally I got my first chance at the municipal level. I interviewed for a job, said, hey, I need a job. I don't care if I said it was not for me or not, but I've got to do something. And I got into it and it was just, it was fun. It's, it's really fun to me to work in the public sector And so many people listening out there might be like, what are you talking about? It's fun to work in the public sector. But let's admit, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a recreation nerd like us. And we do enjoy working with the public. We do and do enjoy working with that community. And so um, I was in Virginia for a while. And then I finally got my first full time opportunity back here in Texas and got to come back down and work uh, for the Willens Township. And um, I got to run their boathouse for them. It was a good time. It was a challenging time. You know, shout out to the Willens. You really, really pushed me a lot. But it was another chance for me to get into more in-depth into the public sector, more in-depth into Parks and Recreation, see what all those things are like. Um, And then recently moved up here to McKinney, Texas, and now I'm working over here and getting to run programs at a recreation center for the city of McKinney. And it's just cool. You know, you look back and that first job I had in Virginia was about four or five years ago, which feels like a long time ago now. But You really look at it in perspective, it's really not that long time ago. And I always go back to that first job in Virginia, getting into the public sector, getting to work in a municipal parks and recreation department, and thinking like this is this is it. This is what I want to do. I'm I'm still I'm sold. You know?
1: Yeah. Okay. So from from my end, so you said that I'm more on the academic side, and uh, here's what I believe about like what we do. I think that well, first and foremost, we're friends, and we know we've known each other for a decade. But I feel like we're two sides of the like you are the practitioner and I am the educator side and uh, so this is my I'm a I'm an associate professor I just got tenure this year I'm an associate professor of physiology at Angelo State and so what I do especially at the grad level is I teach recreation so the cl- class I'm teaching right now is sport and recreation for people with disabilities and so I'm trying to get grad students how to think about adaptability and accommodations to make for people in sport, fitness, or recreation. And I love, I love doing this part because these, all these students are, they want, will they want the job that you have. They want to be in these positions of, uh, of, of, of creating programs and running them. And it's so much fun for me because I get to help facilitate their thought process and help, help them figure out the best way to think through problems because the problem is the problem and thinking is always the solution. Like, I don't know if you've ever done this before. Like, have you ever had a problem and you just kind of like ignore it and hope it goes away? You probably don't. Yeah. All the time. Well, probably not now because like you're an adult now, but like, remember in college. So I see this all the time in my college students, like they they'll just ignore something and they just let it like, so we're right now we're in week five at Angelo state we're in seven weeks, they're turning in a five page paper. In class, we've been doing non graded assignments of like doing outlines and all this stuff. Uh, well, he's chosen not to do it. Uh, and it's it's going, it's, it's, it doesn't negatively impact him now, it negatively impacts him later on. I feel like my job right now as an educator in recreation, I get to work on people and help them figure out really important stuff early on so it doesn't impact them while they're in their career it just happens to them when they're in school
0: yeah no that's a a, again like we said like we talked about perspective right and i never really thought about the perspective with you and i um you you train them and then you you send them out to us right you you train them and they come out to us and start working with us and so it's just an interesting but then idea to think about like you said
1: but i'm training them based off like what are the needs of the field so like like, honestly, like, I mean, how many times did I call you and talk to you about your summer programming this summer? Like I kept, I'm like, I want to know what's working out in the field. Like I can know the information of like definitions and like the book stuff. Hey, chapter five says this, but I'm, I, I think it's as important to make sure that if you're an educator, you're reaching out to the people that are doing the jobs and you're like real deal. Like what, what, what's working? What's not, what, what do you want to see out of a new college graduate? What would make you hire them? Because the best thing to happen is that my students get jobs. I want to be able to say that students that come through my program get careers. And not only careers, but, like, they do it well. I would hate to say, like, I, I, I was not not doing my best work on putting students out into the, like, the world.
0: Yeah, no, I think... Like you said, that relationship is so important and, and that's one thing that I've really enjoyed about our time and our time with going to these conferences. I'm, I'm sure a few people out there listening have attended the traps conference, right? I've attended either state you know the state level or at the local level or even you know an NRPA conference. and it's that cycle, right? Like you're saying a cycle is we've got to feed you as practitioner people, are people who are out there in the field. We've got to feed you what we need and you've got to be willing to listen to that and you've got to be willing to say, I've got to keep up with this because, and you know, not all educators have that. I know a lot of them really have that strong passion and I, you know, I'll shout out to my Texas state people; it's like they prepared us to go out into the real world and go find that real job. And so that's, what's all about, right? Creating that relationship. And you said it perfectly, the two sides of the same coin. It's so cool to think about what we do specifically is, you talk to me, trying to figure out what do we need out there in the field. You talk to all kinds of people. In um, the same time, I get to take your people. You know, I get to pe- we get to get the people right out of school, right out of college, and get to bring them into our world and say, "Hey, let's start practicing this together." Um, and it's just a co- it's a cool cycle, right? Because we need each other. We absolutely have to have each other to succeed. And that, it's fun. I think that's a fun way for us to sit here, you and I. What I'm trying to say, buddy, is I need you.
1: Okay, I need you. There it is. You all right? Hey, but will I need you without recreation as a field? I don't have a job as a teacher, so I, I get, I get you. Well, uh, we're, we're running up on some time. Uh, so will I'm going to give you the last word on why recreation.
0: Yeah. I I think that that's a really big honor to give to me. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I'll I'll try not to mess this up too much. I I think why recreation, I think why this podcast, you know, why recreation is like we said, we just love watching people have fun, man. And we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't get into this field if we didn't have passion about the people in our community getting out and having a good time. And the reason why this podcast is happening, we've talked about time and time again is because we want to connect with you all who are like us. And I always like, To say recreation nerds, you know, call us nerds, whatever you want to call us. (laughs) We want to get out there. We want to connect with y'all. We want this podcast to be just as much about you guys and just about much about your relationship with recreation as much as it is about our relationship with recreation. And so, I'm super excited, man. I can't tell you how. I know we've talked about this forever. I just can't tell you how excited I am that we're putting this into action with traps, a partnership of getting to get out there and doing. Why? Why did you guys get into recreation? So, that's your homework, okay, everyone? I know I'm not the educator, but that's your homework. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, think about why. Because we want to talk to you all about it. We're super excited to talk to you all about why you got into recreation. I can't wait for that next step.
1: All right. Well, hey, thanks, Will, and we'll see you all later. Bye, guys.